Section twenty eight of Celebrated Travels and Travellers, Volume two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Celebrated Travels and Travellers, Volume two. Great Navigators of the Eighteenth Century by Jules Verne. Second part, Chapter one, Part two french navigators two a the expedition of la perouse st catherine's island conception island the sandwich islands survey of the american coast french port loss of two boats monterey and the indians of california stay at macao cavite and manila en route for china and japan formosa quelpert island the coast of tartary turnay bay the tartars of segalian the orochis straits of la perouse ball at kamtchatka navigator islands massacre of monsieur de Longle and several of his companions botany bay no news of the expedition d'entrecasteaux sent in search of la perouse false news d'entrecasteaux channel the coast of new caledonia land of the arsades the natives of buca stay in port carteret admiralty islands stay at omboine lewinland nudes archipelago stay in tasmania fate in the friendly islands particulars of the stay of la perouse at tonga at tonga taboo stay at balado traces of la perouse in new caledonia vanicoro sad fate of the expedition the result of cook's voyage except the fact of his death was still unknown when the french government resolved to make use of the leisure which the peace just concluded had secured to the navy the french officers desirous of emulating the success of their old rivals the english were fired with a noble emulation to excel them in some new field the question arose as to the fittest person for the conduct of an important expedition there was no lack of deserving candidates indeed in the number lay the difficulty the minister's choice fell upon jean francois gallo de la perouse whose important military services had rapidly advanced him to the rank of captain during the last war he had been entrusted with the difficult mission of destroying the English posts in Hudson's Bay, and in this task he had proved himself not only an able soldier and sailor, but a man who could combine humanity with professional firmness. Second to him in the command was Monsieur de Longle, who had ably assisted him in the expedition to Hudson's Bay. A large staff embarked upon the two frigates, La Boussole and l'astrolabe on board the boussole were la perouse clenard who was made captain during the expedition moneron an engineer bernizet a geographer rollin a surgeon le pont d'agelet an astronomer of the academy of sciences lamanon a physicist duchet de vancy and prevost the younger draughtsman collignon a botanist and Guerry, a clockmaker. The Astrolabe, in addition to her commander, Captain de Longle, 
carried lieutenant de monte who was made captain during the voyage and the celebrated mange who fortunately for the interests of science landed at tenerife upon the thirtieth of august seventeen eighty five the academy of sciences and the society of medicine had drawn up reports for the minister of marine in which they called the attention of the navigators to certain points lastly fleurion the superintendent of ports and naval arsenals had himself drawn up the maps for the service of the expedition and added to it an entire volume of learned notes and discussions upon the results of all known voyages since the time of christopher columbus the two ships carried an enormous amount of merchandise for trade as well as a vast quantity of provisions and stores a twenty-ton boat two sloops masts and reserve sets of sails and riggings the two first frigates sailed upon the first of august seventeen eighty five and anchored off madeira thirteen days later the french were at once charmed and surprised at the kind and cordial welcome accorded them by the english residents upon the nineteenth la perouse put into tenerife the various observations he says made by messieurs de florian verdoux and border upon madeira the salvage islands and tenerife leave nothing to be wished for our attention was therefore confined to testing our instruments this remark proves that la perouse was capable of doing justice to his predecessors and we shall have other opportunities of observing that quality in him while the astronomers devoted themselves to estimating the regularity of the astronomical watches the naturalists with several officers ascended the peak and collected some curious plants monneron succeeded in measuring this mountain with much greater accuracy than his predecessors herberdine fouillet bouguer verdun and border who calculated its heights respectively at two thousand four hundred and nine two thousand two hundred and thirteen two thousand one hundred and one thousand nine hundred and four fathoms unfortunately his work which would have settled the discussion never reached france upon the sixteenth of october the isles or rather rocks of martin vas were seen la perouse ascertained their position and afterwards made for the nearest trinity island which was only some nine leagues to the west the commander of the expedition sent a sloop on shore in charge of an officer in the hope of finding water wood and provisions the officer had an interview with the portuguese governor whose garrison consisted of about two hundred men fifteen of whom wore uniforms and the rest merely shirts the poverty of the land was obvious and the french re-embarked without having obtained anything after a vain search for ascension island the expedition reached st catherine's island off the coast of brazil after ninety-six days navigation we read in the narrative of the voyage published by general millet Moreau, we had not one case of illness on board the health of the crew had remained unimpaired by change of climate rain and fog but our provisions were of first-class quality i neglected none of the precautions which experience and prudence suggested to me and above all we kept up our spirits by encouraging dancing every evening among the crew whenever the weather permitted from eight o'clock till ten 
st catherine's island of which we have more than once had occasion to speak in the course of this narrative extends from twenty seven degrees nineteen minutes ten seconds south latitude to twenty seven degrees forty nine minutes it is only two leagues wide and is divided in its narrowest part from the mainland by a channel of two hundred fathoms the town of nostra senora del destera the capital of the colony where the governor resides is built at the point of this narrow entrance the population amounts at the utmost to three thousand and there are about four hundred houses the appearance of the town is very pleasant according to frisia's account this island was a refuge in seventeen twelve for the vagabonds who fled there from different parts of brazil these were portuguese subjects in name only and recognized no other authority the country is so fertile that the inhabitants can live quite independently of any neighboring colony the ships in the harbor gave them shirts and coats of which they had absolutely none in exchange for provisions this island is extremely fertile and the soil can easily be made to grow sugar-cane but inhabitants are so poor that they cannot buy the needful slaves for the labor the french vessels found all that they needed in this spot and their officers were cordially received by the portuguese authorities the following fact will give an idea of the hospitality of these people my boat says la perouse having been upset in a creek where i was having wood cut the inhabitants after assisting in saving it insisted on our shipwrecked sailors using their beds and themselves slept on mats upon the floor of the room where they received them so hospitably a few days later they brought to my vessel the sails mast grapnel and flag of the boat which would have been of great use to them for their pirogues the boussal and the astrolabe weighed anchor upon the nineteenth of november and directed their course to cape horn after a violent storm during which the frigates behaved very well and after forty days fruitless search for the large island discovered by a frenchman antoine de la roche and called georgia by captain cook la perouse crossed the straits of le maire finding the winds favorable he decided not to remain in good success bay at this advanced season of the year but immediately to double cape horn in the hope of avoiding a possible delay that would have exposed his ships to injury and his crew to useless fatigue the friendly demonstrations of the fuegians the abundance of whales which had never before been disturbed the immense flocks of albatross and petrels did not change his resolve cape horn was rounded more easily than could have been expected upon the ninth of february the expedition was in the straits of magellan and upon the twenty-fourth anchor was cast in concepcion harbour which la perouse preferred to that of juan fernandez on account of the exhaustion of his provisions the robust health of the crews astonished the spanish governor possibly this was the first time a vessel had rounded cape horn and arrived in chile without any sick on board the town which was destroyed by an earthquake in seventeen fifty seven had been rebuilt three leagues from the sea upon the shore of the river biobio the houses are of one story and the town of la concepcion contains ten thousand inhabitants the bay is one of the most commodious in the world the sea is smooth and almost free from currents this part of chile is wonderfully fertile 
one ear of corn reproduces sixty vines are equally prolific and the country teems with innumerable flocks which multiply beyond all credence in spite of these prosperous conditions the country made no progress on account of the prohibitive system which at this time prevailed chile with its productions which might easily have fed the half of europe its wool which might have sufficed for the manufactures of france and england its meats which might have been preserved had no commerce whatever at the same time the duty upon imported goods was excessive so that living was very dear the middle class as the bourgeoisie is now called did not exist the population consisted of two classes the rich and the poor as the following passage shows Quote, the dress of the women consists of a plaited skirt of the ancient gold or silver tissues which were formerly manufactured at lyon these petticoats which are kept for grand occasions are often inherited like diamonds and are handed down from generation to generation they are only worn by a small number of the highest class the others have scarcely the means of clothing themselves at all End quote. We will not follow La Perouse into his details of the enthusiastic reception given to him, and we will pass over in silence his description of balls and toilettes, which never for a moment induced him to lose sight of the object of his voyage. So far, the expedition had only passed through regions often before visited by Europeans. It was now about to penetrate to less known realms. Anchor was raised upon the 15th of March, and after a voyage entirely free from incident the two frigates anchored upon the ninth of april in cook's bay easter island la perouse affirms that mr hodges the painter who accompanied the celebrated english navigator has given a very unjust representation of the inhabitants generally their physiognomies are pleasing but they cannot be said to have much character this is by no means the only point upon which the French navigator differs from Captain Cook. He believed the famous statues, of which one of the draughtsmen made an excellent sketch, to have been the work of the present generation, whose numbers he estimates at 2,000. It appeared to him also that the absolute lack of trees, and therefore of lakes and rivers, was due to the extravagant waste of wood by the earlier races. No disagreeable incident occurred during the stay robberies it is true were frequent but as the french intended remaining only one day on the island they thought it superfluous to give the population stricter ideas of honesty after leaving easter island upon the tenth of april la perouse followed the same route as cook had done in seventeen seventy seven when he sailed from tahiti to the american coast but he was a hundred leagues farther west la perouse indulged in the hope of making discoveries in this little known region of the pacific ocean and he promised to reward the sailor who should first sight land upon the twenty ninth of may the hawaiian archipelago was reached the naval watches proved of great assistance upon this occasion and justified the opinion entertained of them upon reaching the sandwich islands la perouse found a difference of five degrees between the longitude given and that obtained by him without the watches he would have placed this group five degrees too far east this explains why the islands discovered by the spanish mendana queros etc are much too near the american coast and also the non-existence of the group 
called by the Spaniards La Mesa, Los Majos, and Las Disgraciada, which there is every reason to suppose was none other than the Sandwich Archipelago, as Mesa in Spanish means table, and Captain King compares the mountain called Mornaloa to a plateau or tableland. He did not, however, trust to conjecture. He crossed the reputed site of Los Majos and found not the slightest trace of land. The aspect of Monet, says La Perouse, is delightful. We saw water tumbling in cascades from the summit of the mountains and reaching the sea after watering the Indian plantations, of which there are so many that each village extends over three or four leagues. All the huts are, however, on the seashore, and the mountains are so close that the habitable portion of the land appeared to me to be less than half a league in depth. One must be a sailor, and, like us, have been reduced to a bottle of water per day in a burning climate, to realise the sensations we experienced. The trees which crowned the mountains, the green fields, the banana trees which surrounded the dwellings, all combined to charm our senses with an inexpressible delight but the sea broke violently on the shore and like tantalus we were obliged to devour with our eyes what was completely beyond our reach the two frigates had no sooner anchored than they were surrounded by pirogues full of natives offering pigs potatoes bananas taro etc clever traders they attached most value to bits of old iron rings their acquaintance with iron and its use for which they were not indebted to cook is another proof that this people had known the spaniards to whom the discovery of the group is probably due the welcome accorded to la perouse was most cordial in spite of the military force by which he had thought proper to protect himself although the french were the first to land on monet island la perouse did not think it his duty to take possession the usual european custom in such matters he says is perfectly ridiculous philosophers may well sigh when they see men simply because they have guns and bayonets thinking nothing of sixty thousand of their fellow-men and without the least respect for the most sacred rights looking upon a land whose inhabitants have cultivated it in the sweat of the brow and whose ancestors lie buried there as an object fit for conquest la perouse does not pause to give any details about the inhabitants of these sandwich islands he only passed a few hours there whilst the english remained for four months he therefore rightly refers to captain cook's narrative during their short stay the french bought more than a hundred pigs mats fruits a pirogue ornaments made of feathers and shells and handsome helmets decorated with feathers the instructions furnished la perouse before his departure enjoined him to survey the american coast of which a portion extending to mount elias had with the exception of nootka port been merely sighted by captain cook on the twenty third of june he reached sixty degrees north latitude and in the midst of a long chain of snow-covered mountains recognized the mount elias of bering after skirting along the coast for some time la perouse sent three boats under command of one of his officers monsieur de mont who discovered a large bay to which he gave his name following the coast at a short distance surveys were taken which were uninterrupted as far as an important river which received the name of bering apparently it was that to which cook had given this name End 
of section twenty eight